Alright everyone, welcome back to From the Pocket. It's your host, Christian and Jake. Hey, what's up everybody? Uh, what's up, what's up Jake? How you How you doing? How you feeling? Uh, you know, it's the week back from Thanksgiving, so it's been pretty busy. Everybody's mm, feel like yeah. trying to catch up on their work from being off five days, so... But it's I, I can't complain. I guess I guess my week's going pretty steady. Uh, what about what about yours? I know you've been busy with work. Yeah, holiday season yeah. is upon us. Oh, and, December um, here it is. Yeah, and um, working at a supermarket, you know, you <laughs> we got busy, especially yesterday. Uh, we just got hit with an unfortunate uh, some unfortunate events. We don't have to get into that, but we can get into some football. Yeah, Jake, we got NFL just uh, well. Actually, Week Twelve has not concluded. As yeah, of, that's true. As <laughs> as of this recording, uh, we have a game tonight, this Wednesday, Ravens versus Steelers, which was originally slated for Thanksgiving. We unfortunately did not get that game. It was then moved back to Sunday. And then now to, I think it was Monday or Tuesday. Then it got moved yeah, back to Wednesday. Yeah, it was Tuesday, I think. And then it got booted to Wednesday. And it's it's at 3.40 p.m. Eastern, so it's actually, it's it's let's see, it's almost 2 o'clock Central. So it's starting up here in about 45 minutes. So Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, it should be. Uh, well, and, uh, we both had the Steelers. Uh, you know, the Ravens have been kind of ravaged by uh, – the COVID virus COVID, up to this yeah. point uh, these past couple weeks. So. A, lot, a lot of people are going to be out for this game. Yeah, but uh, we'll get to talk about that, I'm sure, at the end of this episode. Uh, you ready to get into some of the other games from Week 12 that have already happened? Yeah, so we already talked about our Thanksgiving games, mm-hmm. and so we can go into our Sunday games. Um, let's get into this first game. Uh, I am I am just disappointed with this game. Uh, so we have the Raiders mm, yes. visiting at the Atlanta Oof. Falcons, yeah. and we, um, we did not get what I thought we should get. No, the I don't Raiders. think anybody anybody saw that one coming. Probably. Yeah. Um. Uh, well, Derek Carr had an interception. Uh, he also had three fumbles, three lost. Josh Jacobs also had a fumble and loss. So a lot of turnovers for this Raiders team. Uh, Falcons just finding a way to win, messing up their tank. But yeah, yeah, I think. Well, I I think the real story out of this is just the Raiders just not, you know, you know, hey, we're the seventh seed, you know. You know, we beat the Chiefs once. We took them to <laughs> to the tenth round in the other game. Yeah, so I think the Raiders were like, "Hey, look at us! We're feeling ourselves," and then they just got smacked up. You know, it's it's pretty interesting actually. So, um, this time last year, the Raiders, mm-hmm. uh, they were looking at a four and four record. Um, mm-hmm. or I'm sorry, they were a five and four. They were five and four, and they were on a three game win streak going into Week yes. Twelve. And I, I remember, remember somewhat of that. They, they were six and four going into week twelve, and everybody mm-hmm. was hyped up on them. They were, oh man, the Raiders are mm-hmm. heating up. They're hot. They're they could be a sneaky playoff team. And then in week twelve, they played the hapless New York Jets, who were not doing terrible. <laughs> they were heating up a little bit themselves, but you know they were still the Jets. They lost thirty-four to three. And so I remember that game. I going to repeat itself. Yeah, history exactly. Like, like I, I exactly is what I'm saying. I bet on that game. I remember that game. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh yeah, they're going to win, and they just got stomped by the Jets. I think it's fitting that, you know, it's week 12. <laughs> we all thought they were going to, you know, they. Uh, what's their record going into this game? Six and four. Six and four. Yeah. yeah. So they were six and four going into they week 12. They were the 12. seventh seed in the AFC. Everybody's feeling them. They're playing a team that is kind of hot in their own right in a way if you look at it from a certain angle, but mm-hmm. still not really that good. Mm-hmm. And they get blown out of the water on the road. It's identical circumstances both <laughs> years. And to uh, conclude with uh, kind of how that all ended up for them, they ended up losing four straight games from that week mm-hmm. 12 onward. And – uh, lost five out of their last six games. So hopefully well, uh, they can change history a little bit. But 
I don't know. That's a little spooky, in my opinion. Very disappointing mm-hmm. loss for the Raiders. Um, um, we both picked the Raiders. their next uh, five games. Their next five games are not bad. I mean, so they go to the Jets, so they should, mm. you know, everyone's <laughs> beating the Jets. Everyone's beating, beating the Jets, so I feel like they should be on that tier list. But then they play the Colts, which is an L. Then they play the Chargers. Probably. And then they play the Dolphins. That's and an then L. They play, and then they go to Denver. You know, so yeah, I don't know. This team's pushing eight and eight. It feels like at this point. Uh, I don't know. Hearing that, hmm. hearing that schedule, I don't know. I don't know where you are. Yeah. How you feel if you're the Raiders? Mm-hmm. Um, also, what killed them in this game? They had eleven penalties for 141 yards. So God. a lot of penalties. Penalties well, in this game. It's pretty hard. Like you're, you know, they're a competitive team, and they're going to play the a, a kind of hapless Falcons team. You're going to lose that game. You're going to typically lose it because you beat yourself in a lot of ways. And then, yeah. yeah, they shot themselves in the foot. They put up six points, and their defense just couldn't do anything. I mean, it was it was a 43 points final. I remember it was 33 to six at one point. I was like, how can it get worse? Oh, that's <laughs> how. the the Falcons can score 10 more points. Yeah. So, that's all I got on this game. I have nothing to say about the Falcons. I want them to clean house. Uh, I'll say, uh, I feel, I want to give a shout out to their defense. Their defense played really well. So, you know, that's a big thing for them, I guess, moving forward. But, all right, we can move, uh, we can move on. So, we got the, our next game is going to be the Chargers visiting the Bills. Mm. Chargers, unfortunately, lose this game, but... In that second half, I can't remember if it was the third or the fourth, but neither team looked like they wanted to win this game. Mm, it was yeah, just I agree. interception after interception, turnover on downs. Like, it was just sloppy football. Pretty ugly game, yeah. And But the Bills find a way to find a way out to win this game. They're 8-3, 5-1 uh, at home. Dolphins are right behind him though, but you know, yeah, poor I, Chargers. Uh, yeah, poor Chargers. Uh, another loss for them. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't really expect them to win this game going on the road. The Bills are clearly a playoff team. Um, mm-hmm. You know, this is this was going to be a tough matchup for them, a tough draw. Uh, you know, we thought maybe they could pull within a possession, just because that seems to be how they always lose. But they lost by two possessions in the final score, and. It didn't feel like like it felt like the Bills controlled this I game mean, for most. For of the it. most part, like in the first half, I mean it was seventeen to sixteen. Like the Bills had control of this game. Yeah. But in that second half, they just couldn't. They just their defense wasn't giving up plays, and then uh, you know Josh Allen didn't have the best of days. He was only eighteen for twenty four, one hundred and fifty seven yeah. yards and a touchdown, and he also had an interception. So. Yeah. And then. Yep. Their running game is, eh. They maybe could have ran more. De- Devil Sing- Devin Singletary and Zach Moss, both running over uh, five yards a carry. I guess they're they were like, hey, we can run the ball, so let's run the ball. But um, yeah, good on the Bills. They stay one of the top teams in the AFC, and the Chargers are uh, looking like um, the Chargers, unfortunately. I don't know. It feels like the Chargers are getting worse. I mean, again, they were not that <laughs> competitive in this game. They they made it look mm-hmm. a little more interesting in the second half. But I mean, I mean, they were down, they were down by two possessions going into halftime, and then they they were down mm-hmm. three coming out the gates in the third because the Bills scored. I, I just I this Chargers. I mean, if Anthony Lynn wasn't already getting fired, I don't know how they keep him after this at this <laughs> point, being three and eight with right. a rookie quarterback playing as well as Justin Herbert has played. Overall, I'm not saying he played particularly well in this game. Yeah, I mean, that Bills defense is, is pretty good, so that gave him some fits. But anyway, we can move on. Jake, unless you have something else you want to No, nah, not really. Uh, I okay. I feel like the Chargers are a little more interesting than they have been in forever. And the Bills, yeah. you know, they're going to be a playoff team. We'll see how far they get. Alrighty. Um, Let's get to... Our next game, we had the Giants visiting the Bengals. The Giants get the win, nineteen to seventeen. They are with that win, they put put them over the top uh, in the NFC East. (laughs) 
But at what cost? Jake Daniel Jones went out, I think, with a hamstring injury, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was a leg injury, wasn't it? I think so. And I saw Colt McCoy was in. Yeah, Colt McCoy got the – yeah, I mean, he was he was the guy that came in. I think he had a dozen passes or something like that. Mm-hmm. can't remember. He, did, he wasn't that good. He was pretty – it was a lot of checkdowns. Yeah, I mean, Jason Garrett's there. It's like, hey, bro, you don't have to do much. We have this game. They really – just play keep away with this team. All I mean, they dominated the time of possession. Thirty had the ball for thirty-seven minutes to since he's twenty-two minutes. Uh, funny enough, though, this is a this was a nineteen to seventeen game. But I just lo- looked at the total yards, and the Giants had three hundred and eighty-six total yards compared to Cincinnati's one hundred and fifty-five. I mean, yeah, it was it was <laughs> it was just keep it the Giants kept it low to the ground all game long mm-hmm. they, I mean and they, they ran the hell out of the ball and they really didn't yeah well, uh Gallman has been really good for them these past few games but even then like yeah. he averaged under four yards a carry none of them averaged uh particularly uh, that much it was it was pretty it's just a such a pedestrian day in every phase uh a really mm-hmm. slow boring game overall Cincinnati also had three turnovers you expect that when um you know Joe Burrow's not in there. That yeah. this team is just its talent level just goes way way down. But they kept them with this game. The I mean, they were they were they in did it. yeah they were um they were no they didn't they didn't lead they didn't have they tied it at the beginning. No, yeah, they did. They, they had they a lead into, early, but either way, yeah. I mean, they were they, they were, were in this game. They went into half, uh, tied ten ten, and then the Giants edged them out. Yeah. Um, but. Also want to um, shout out Evan Ingram. He had a, you know, I know he's been having, uh, it, Giants fans aren't really happy with him. He had six catches, 129 yards for nine nice. targets. That's a career day right there. That is a career day. Um, but, Jake, you got anything else for this game? Nope. Uh, I can't believe the Giants may be in the playoffs. That's, <laughs> that's yeah, pretty crazy. Yeah, but now Daniel, Daniel Jones, yeah, you know, I've been saying the Giants are starting to get hot, but now Daniel Jones could miss some games so i don't know man this this division is still iffy and then the cowboys you can't count out the cow you can't count out anybody in this nfc East nah yeah everybody's NFC i mean i think the cowboys are the least likely team to win it at this point but i mean yeah i mean everybody is still in it to some degree all right now we can go to the, our, this next game i think this really shocked everyone Except for, you know, the team that won. Um, Tennessee Titans visiting the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, yeah. Titans edge out the Colts with 45 to 26. Edge them out. <laughs> and, you know, I think it's funny. I just, just, when I looked at the final, when this final score, like, finally came up on the screen on Sunday, it was funny. It was like both of these matchups were blowouts. The Colts blew, blew the Titans yeah. out on their home field, and then the Titans came back and, you know, returned the favor. But they played well, especially Derrick Henry. Uh, Ryan Tannehill had a really pedestrian day. Uh, yeah. But he didn't turn the ball over. Well, and I and think – oh, played sorry. good defense, and they played good defense. I think uh, you're really seeing – like, Tennessee is now maybe one of the most dangerous teams in football. It, dude, they got it. Like, they got a quarterback. Like, I know you probably don't want to re- let Tannehill uh, throw for 50 passes, but, I like, when you need him, he can get that first down. He has a little – he's a bit mobile. You know, AJ, he has A.J. Brown. He has Derrick Henry. Like, he has weapons. Uh, Johnny Smith is another highlight. Corey Davis uh, is also having a breakout season this year. A very underrated player. Which uh for this Titans team, so you love to see that. Um, so yeah, this Titans team is pretty dangerous. I will say though, uh, you know, I think uh one thing I will say, I think the Achilles heel of this team is they don't get a lot of sacks. And you can, <laughs> if you're going up against these like prolific offenses and you're not getting to the quarterback, you're, you're gonna be in a shootout. And like like I said, are you gonna let Ryan Tannehill throw it for 50, 50 times? I think uh, Derrick Henry, he may be the best back in the league at this point. 
Oh yeah, it's starting to. This is his. This is his time of year now. And and that's the other thing is like you know they were able to win these games when Derrick Henry was still like I mean he was good like don't he was still averaging like a hundred I don't know what his average was but he was still getting like he he had a hundred yard games and and now yeah you're seeing him really oh wow now he's picking up steam and he's actually getting into the prime of his season it feels like and if. If the Titans were already doing that with Derrick Henry playing really good and Derrick Henry's going to be playing great now, the Tennessee, I mean, we teased it a little last week. We wouldn't be surprised if you see the Titans somehow back in the championship. It's mm-hmm. it, They got as good of a shot as anybody does in this conference. Um, yeah. You know, you they hope, would like another crack at, uh, you know, Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean, you know, and, and you got to hope they don't have to play the Chiefs or the Steelers in, in one of those first two rounds because – you know that that those are the kinds of matchups you hope to see maybe a little later on in the playoffs but um yeah no i the titans i still have faith in the colts i think the colts are a formidable team um a little bummed out that they lost they, they just i don't know the colts don't feel like a championship uh round team at this point in time and i don't know if they really ever have their offense is really the Achilles heel of this team. If this yeah. this defense isn't getting stops, then this offense, you know, I don't think can play catch up as as well. I mean, I mean they've had a few games like against like the Packers, they came back, but that Packers defense isn't all that. This Titans defense at least plays hard. And you know, you I bet everybody came into this game, you know, with a chip on their shoulders on the Titans side like, "Hey, we got stomped by this team." Uh, we're better than this team. We know we can beat this team, and so then they came out and did it. So I, I do think this Colts team uh, is is very limited. I don't, and I'm starting to worry a little bit about your AFC pick, Jake. Well, I still had the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl, and I still feel like that's gonna happen. Um, so I'll still get it partially right, I believe. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't like the Colts' path at this point. They're, I think they're the seventh or sixth seed. I mean, they're at the bottom of the totem pole, which means they're gonna have to play the Chiefs or the Steelers or you know well, one of those. Right teams at the moment, the Steelers are are the only team with the bye. We can move on. Uh, we had, I. <laughs> I think we both were very surprised by this game. We had, uh, we had the Panthers visiting the Vikings. It was a emotional roller coaster. We, that's for sure. dude. It was. We were both like, oh, did we both pick the Vikings? And very back and forth. <laughs> they're losing. Especially at the end. The end. I mean, it seemed all hope was lost for for yeah. the Vikings. Dude, the and... Panthers put up fourteen points in the third. Yeah. And the yeah. Vikings didn't score, so that made it ten to what was it, twenty eight? Was it a three oh, possession game? 20, no, 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 it was twenty. It was twenty one to ten. Sorry. Okay. okay. Twenty one to ten. Yeah. Twenty one yeah. to ten. I got yeah. Twenty one to ten. That's what that's what my notes say. And then um, the Vikings pulled within a, a possession. Panthers answered back with a field goal, and then the Vikings got a touchdown in the fourth, made it 21-24. Panthers got the field goal, and then the Vikings mm-hmm. scored a touchdown to take a one possession, a one point lead. And the Panthers tried to kick it with Joey Sly at the end, um, and it, it just, yeah, it was it was no good. Joey Sly's got hell of a leg, but that was too too long of a kick, I guess. So yeah, the the, yeah. the Vikings eke out a win. And they are <laughs> one game below 500 now. Man, that's crazy. And Old First Cousins played really well. Yeah, he did. He played really Had, uh, well. Three touchdowns, no interceptions. He threw for 300 yards. Uh, you know, because Dalvin Cook wasn't doing much in this game. But, you know, that name, Justin Jefferson. Jake, do you know who that guy is? I am vaguely familiar with a Mr. <laughs> Justin Jefferson. Yeah, he had two touchdowns, 70 yards. <laughs> Man, putting up the Madden numbers. And then Chad Beebe. My boy, Chad Beebe. You know, Beebe yeah. got that final touchdown. He had – well, it's funny because the top four receivers all had he seven all, catches. Yeah. I'm lying. I just saw that. I was going to know that. Pretty funny. Um, that, you know, that's yeah. just a good job spreading the ball around by Kirk Cousins. Da- and Dalvin Cook, he did it without Dalvin Cook having a particularly eventful day, just 61 yards yeah. and no touchdowns. 
So, you know, good on Kirk Cousins. I mean, I know it's a it's a young, fresh Panthers defense, but that that defense, that team plays hard, and that, that was a mm-hmm. solid win by Kirk Cousins. Uh, three touchdowns, no picks, 45 attempts. Man, well, we see the Bears struggling, you know. The Vikings, they got the Jags next week. They can beat the Jags. And they still have to play Chicago again. Um, yeah. They don't? They've already played um, twice? No. They play Chicago, and we uh, – 15 and they play the Lions in week 17. Yeah, so I mean, they're going to the Vikings are I I'm I'm not saying it's going to happen. And mm-hmm. for sure if they end up expanding the playoffs to 8 teams, that would really help them, but yeah. The Vikings maybe keep an eye on them. They could they could mm-hmm. make a late run at this thing maybe. I don't think Adam they'll be competitive Thielen if they is, get in uh, there, but I just want Adam Thielen is coming back off from the COVID list, so he's going to be back to his offense, so that's pretty huge for them. Man, um, if they had just beaten the Cowboys, they'd be 6-5 and five right now. And right? on like a five-game win streak or something like that. Yep. Six-game mm-hmm. win streak. Oh, yeah. Why did you have to ruin this, Jake? You to ruin Man, this I kind of that, – that makes me a little regretful. Like, <laughs> uh, I just – yeah. Cause, but the fight, they're still, got, they're still in it. They just got a little they, margin for error. Well, yeah, okay, so, you know, they got two games that they're going to definitely lose. Uh, so they got the Jags, like I said, next week, and then, or this upcoming week, uh, yeah, and then they got the, uh, they go to the Bucks, which is, yeah, that's an L. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's an L. I Actually, may not, you know I may... what, you know what? Yeah, you're right, Jake, you're right. You know, that's a toss-up. You know what? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Then they got the Bears. I think that's a win for them at this point. Yeah, they got the Bears at home, but then they go to the Saints, and then they That's go to uh, <laughs> then they go to Detroit. Well, I, is Detroit. it an L? Like they, they they do have a history against the Saints. I don't know. It's the playoff. Like, it's the playoffs, though. It's they, the playoffs. But, the but you got like here. you got to think those those Vikings players are not scared of the Saints. <laughs> yeah, they shouldn't. Be, like honestly. they go into that stadium like, yeah, here we are again, huh? Here we are again. <laughs> <laughs> and the Saints are just like, please, no, not again, not again. <laughs> no, I don't know. Good. I. They'll probably lose to the Saints, but I t- they got they easily have a path. I could see them ending up nine and seven, maybe eight mm-hmm. and eight. But if they go eight and eight, that's gonna probably be a little devastating for them. All right. Hello. Let's move oh. on. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, Sorry. I can hear you now. Let's move on to our. I just want to say about the Panthers four and eight. I really mm-hmm. like the Panthers. I like the direction they're going in. I say I that mean, every yeah, week, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I think we say this too much. How much we appreciate the Panthers. I love uh, the Panthers. <laughs> so much respect. Uh, um. So I think everyone's kind of shocked with this next. Another game. shocker, huh? Cardinals visiting uh, the Patriots. I wasn't Nick shocked Falk. by this game, but I was disappointed. Yeah. It. Yeah. Nick Folk kicked a 50-yard field goal as time expired, and the New England Patriots beat the Cardinals, especially in that second half because, you know, this game is four quarters, Jake, just not two first two quarters. True. And, uh, oh, man, that's that's the thing about a Bill Belichick, you know, playing against Bill Belichick is mm-hmm. you know who his team is. It's all four quarters. Like, they're going to – yeah, you know, that's something. Well, Cliff Kingsbury, he's a young coach, mm-hmm. and it gets overlooked, I guess. That's what I when I was thinking about why this Cardinals team lost. I was really I thought about it and I was like, yeah, Bill Belichick is the person to out. Well, first of all, I just think Cliff Kingsbury got, got out coached. I mean, That's yeah, just, but everybody gets he out just got out coached. Bill Belichick, except a yeah. select few, especially in that second half. You know, Camden didn't play particularly well. He was fifty had fifty percent completion, eighty four yards and two touchdowns. So this was just a really good team win. Um, you know, Bill Belichick, he has a history with DeAndre Hopkins, you know, uh, with he, when he was in Houston. So Bill Belichick's like, hey, I'm going to double this guy. And you can see that. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins, I mean, he, had, he got held to five catches, 55 yards. That's not what we're used to see. And you're gonna, he's going to let, you know, their other players beat them. They did have a good day on the ground. Uh, Kenyon Drake had uh, 22 carries, 78 yards, and two touchdowns. Kyler Murray also got in there. So, um, 
Yeah, just this Cardinals team is a bit up and down. Yeah, it is. Too much up and down for me. I really do blame the coaching for that. I, you know, Cliff Kingsbury, Mm -hmm. we were all skeptical about him coming from college to the NFL. He was, he was, what was he, an offensive coordinator for what college was it? No, he got after he got fired from Texas Tech. He was offered an offensive coordinator oh, job. Uh, I can't remember where it was. I cannot remember. It's like yeah. UC, like some some. I think it was like UCLA or something. USC maybe. I don't remember. USC. Okay. Something like that. But either way, and then he you know gets offered the head coaching job for the Cardinals, and he takes it. And I think he's. I think it's good that he was paired with Kyler Murray. I think Cliff Kingsbury is a good coach for Kyler Murray, and obviously vice versa. But, yeah, you know, I mean, you're going to get in these kinds of games, and it's even if the Cardinals were the better team, I mean, they were on the road, and Bill Belichick versus Cliff Kingsbury, I mean, we saw it, Bill Belichick versus Sean McVay in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You know, he even with the better team, Sean McVay still was outcoached, and it led to a two-possession loss. So, I guess we can't be too surprised, and it's also, again, the Patriots have a feel of, one of those teams that's creeping back up to become a little more competitive at the at the end. I'm not sure how competitive they'll end up actually being able to be, but they're they're making some noise. Um, as for the Cardinals, yeah, I, I I was very bummed to see this loss. I really want Arizona to win as many games as possible, and these are games you feel like they should win. I 100% agree with everything you just said. Oh. <laughs> I'm so um, smart. You are smart, Jake. Smart <laughs> uh, but for real, the Cardinals are uh, six and five now. <laughs> yes, five and six. Uh, mm-hmm. Creeping, and... creeping up to that seven seed, maybe even eight seed if uh, uh, they get lucky. I don't know. The Cardinals—they're just such a such a tough road ahead because you know Kyler Murray is only going to be on that rookie deal for so long, and that division mm-hmm. is so crowded right now. It just makes me wonder about their viability. Like they, it really feels like they needed to take advantage of some of the things, how they were laid out this year, and try to make yeah. a possible run, deep run at this thing. And it just doesn't feel like they were they're taking advantage of it. Yeah, uh, excellently uh, put, Jake. Yeah, anything else for this game? No, that's all I got. Congrats to the Patriots, I guess, but I still, I still hate you. <laughs> Well, we can move on to the Miami Dolphins visiting the New York Jets. The Dolphins give uh, the Jets their 11th straight loss. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick played in this game. He threw two touchdowns. Uh, DeAndre Parker had a huge game. Devontae, I'm sorry, Devontae Parker had a huge game. And, yeah, this this Jets team is uh, booty cheeks. <laughs> Yeah, no, they're really bad. Uh, and this was also, you know, the Jets had a lot of. I don't want to spend too much time on this game because, again, didn't <laughs> see too much of it. But I did uh, not either. I, I was never, at work. never see the Jets games. I always avoid the Jets games. I just I do it out of <laughs> principle at this point. Um, no, but the Jets had a lot of healthy players, a lot of players that returned, and mm-hmm. even with things kind of lining up right for them. They were at home. It's the healthiest they've been all year. It's a division team, so you kind of know what you're getting, even if the division mm-hmm. team is significantly better than you. Uh, you just see this is who they are. They just, I mean, I don't see how this team is going to win a game. I. It's pretty shocking how bad this team has cons- consistently been. Like when Miami was getting blown out bad last year, Everybody was like, is this the worst team ever? How long will it last? It didn't last long. By week six, week seven, they were in one possession game, sometimes even winning the games. It was, you know, this has been the Jets all season long. It's been (laughs) three possession loss week after week after week. I think they've had more three possession losses, and and I'm just riffing. I don't know if this is true or not, but I'm pretty sure they've had more three possession losses than they've had one or two possession losses. I got to go check that. But it feels like that based off these scores we see every week. So I'm glad for the Dolphins. They're a playoff team, too. I'm putting them in that category hard. They're going to be in the playoffs this year. Good for them. 
Uh, I hope they can make some noise. I hope they get a favorable matchup and can win a playoff game because they are really interesting. Uh, the Jets, yeah, I think you're just Joe Douglas is going to fire Adam Gase. They may move on from Sam Darnold, and you're going to see this team go into a deep rebuild for the 50th year, whatever, how many, however many years it's been. That's what I got succinctly put right there. <laughs> well, Jake, I, I don't think I need to add anything else to that. I was uh, very eloquent, eloquently put. You I can, do my best. <laughs> You do your best. You're good at your job, Jake. But let's move on to the Cleveland Browns visiting the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yes. Cleveland gets out of Jacksonville with a win, 27-25. to Eeks out of there. They did. They really did eek out of here. Uh, Jacksonville. Jacksonville played them close. Um, they did fire their GM. Just a bit of news about this. Uh, maybe Doug Marone. Doug Marone should be on the hot seat. Doug Marone is going to be gone after this year. They have not fired him yet. No, he they they'll, they'll probably fire him at the after the year's over. I think. No. But yeah, this this game's over. Or we for, for Doug Marone, it's over. Yeah, we had a Mike Glennon signing, Jake. Hey, that old guy. <laughs> that old guy. He didn't play particularly bad. I mean, he didn't never make does the throws at the. Make the throws at the end of the game to really win it for this game, but th- this team's kind of uh, oh they failed the two point conversion. Oh, okay, never mind. Excuse me. James I Robinson know. went off though. That really helped yeah. keep them in the game. Yeah, they are riding James Robinson, their undrafted rookie, I believe. Yeah, he had like a hundred and sixty yards, something close to that. Averaged almost had, uh, six yards a carry on the ground from from what uh-huh. I remember. Like it was a really solid day by him. Yeah, he had a hun- 22 carries, 128 yards, a touchdown, and averaged 5.8 yards per carry. So, yeah, he really they really rode him. Mike Glennon, you know, had two touchdowns. So, yeah. I, um, think, I, I think the biggest problem with them, and this has kind of been their problem for a lot of the year, Jacksonville, they don't finish their drives. And that really they didn't miss a field. They do have a missed field goal. They did miss a field goal, and that's the dip. But like I've like a lot of the games I've seen with Jacksonville this year, it's always like just our oh, settling for a field goal, have to settle for a field goal, and then over time it's like you're falling more and more and more behind. I mean, if they convert one of these field goals, mm-hmm. they they're gonna they're gonna they win this game. Yeah, they're gonna win this game. Well, I mean it's. You never know how Cleveland responds, but yeah. Oh I mean, uh, yeah, I, that's I, true. I, but like, I they what, were. I mean, the point is to say. Still, I, my point to say is they were in the game the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I I got your point. They um, even they outscored the Browns in in the second half. No, they got nine. Uh, Cleveland had ten. In the no, they half. had twelve in the second half. Oh yeah, yeah, twelve. I can't count. I'm sorry. I can't no, add. You're good. You're good. <laughs> I got scared myself. I was like, the inf- it, I guess the information I'm reading is just incorrect. But yeah, no, nah, I mean they they were there. Like it was a I good game by that. Jacksonville. Cleveland should probably be a little embarrassed, but uh, wins a win. I I don't really think it is too. They're eight and three. I mean Cleveland cannot be upset by an eight and three record. No, this is their first eight plus wins for the first time since two thousand seven. Yeah, they went ten and six that year and missed the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's not like I think it was more on their defense. Their offense played well. Baker Mayfield was nineteen for twenty nine, two fifty eight, two touchdowns, no interceptions. You know, Nick Chubb went off for nineteen a hundred nineteen carries, one hundred forty four yards, and a touchdown. Kareem Hunt also had. 10 for 62. Jarvis Landry had a big game, 8 for 143, and a touchdown. But, I mean, after, yeah, outside of Jarvis Landry, this passing attack really didn't, really wasn't that potent. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Like, I mean, this is a run first team, obviously. Baker Mayfield, he'll, he'll hold it together for you. I mean, God, Nick Chubb, 144 yards on 19 carries. Kareem Hunt had 62 yards on 10 carries. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's just this is uh, this team can go as far as their run game can carry them, and if Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are doing this, uh, I think they can make a lot of noise in the playoffs, which they will inevitably be in, in my opinion. 
They got and, a better chance uh, of making it at this point than Baltimore does. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Miles Garrett, I think, is still out with co- was out with COVID this week. Also, they can't they can't wait for him to get back. I bet, yeah. Because they'll 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 need him going into into a, a late uh, a late playoff push. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my, my, yeah. The pass rush, and I mean, in the playoffs too, that pass rush mm-hmm. becomes. Uh, ridiculously important. Those are those the teams with the best pass rushes are typically the teams you see in uh, you know championship weekend. Mm-hmm. So, I got to agree with you there. This next game, I don't think anybody was surprised with, Mm-mm. especially with the news that came out later <laughs> on for the opposing team. Or no, the home team. Uh, so the Saints. I am also. I am just so everyone knows I'm referring to this Saints Broncos game. Uh man. Whew, Jake. Would you like to go over what happened to the Broncos? Well yeah, sure. The Broncos uh <laughs> were hit with COVID and lost all three quarterbacks in their room, which included Drew Locke, I don't remember the second quarterback, and Blake Bortles. Um and they did not have an active quarterback coming into this game, so they basically, I they who was it? A receiver off their practice squad, Kendall Hinton. And they said, "All right, you're playing quarterback for us, guy." And <laughs> it's pretty sad because you read like the drive chart, the drive summaries, and both teams punted a total of five times between them, and then the Saints scored a touchdown, and then you had four more punts by both teams. And then a fumble, and then a touchdown by the Saints, and then an interception by the Broncos. It was just brutal. I mean, this was the whole game. It was either a, it either ended each drive either ended with a punt, an interception, or a fumble, and they had a one end with a field goal. Uh, in I think it was the end of the third quarter. Might have been the fourth. Um, it was the third. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I mean, it was just this team really shouldn't have scored any points. It felt like they just, it was bad. It was, it was bad. And I mean, again, this was the saints playing with their backup quarterback themselves. Taysom Hill did not have a good day at all, but he didn't need to because they had 200 yards rushing with everybody else, including Taysom Hill. So yeah, yeah, that's uh that's how this game went. That's what happened. I admire the Broncos for trying their damnedest to go out there and win without a quarterback, but man, that, what a tall task going against the number one seed in one of the conferences. Man. Uh, interesting factoid for this game. So there was 91 gross pass yards combined in this game. Uh, this was the fewest since week 14, 1982. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean – Again, the only way that that kind of um, result happens is because of something like the coronavirus. <laughs> I mean, and it's funny, but it's also, like, not even a joke. Like, it's true. Like, I mean, only reason that happens is because of the coronavirus. Any other circumstances, you're probably never going to see that again. Oh, man. Dude, this is so, so sad. I'm just looking at the, the the stats for the Broncos. and It's pretty people. comical. It's sad. He had one completion, and that one completion was to Noah Fant for 13 yards. One for nine. And, I mean, that also just shows how hard it is to go play to play quarterback in the NFL. I mean, people are like, I go out there. I could win. I could complete some passes. It's like, are you sure? Are you sure you can complete some passes? Because this guy is on a practice squad. Doesn't play quarterback, but is still like. He used to, but yeah. He's still an athletic, like, you know, football player. He's still a football player. And he couldn't. He, he got one. <laughs> he got one. Dude, but I mean, it, it, the NFL didn't do him no favor. Oh yeah, I mean, he had he no offensive line. He's playing the Saints. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's a that's a tall task, but hey, man, he tried. I I still respect hey, the Broncos I, for giving it a I, shot. I, I respect them. They did try to get this game uh postponed. They tried to the get NFL. the they. I'm pretty sure the NFL was like, hey, could y'all just concede? Because the Broncos were like, we're not conceding this game. We're not forfeiting. All right. They, they also tried to get it get it 
get it pushed back, but the NFL is like, no, fuck you, because you know all your your quarterbacks were caught without mask, and so they're getting punished. Fair enough, yeah. No, I mean uh, the know, NFL's trying to figure out ways to come down hard on these teams. It's like they're finding them. Yeah, they're finding them. Uh, I I don't know why. I guess the Ravens and the Steelers aren't uh, getting that same. I know. Treatment, but I know Broncos fans were pissed. It's like we don't have a quarterback. What the? What do you want us to do? But yeah. Uh, well, hopefully the Broncos uh get sorted out for next week because they got to mm-hmm. do it again, right? <laughs> they gotta hey. they gotta play without a quarterback again. Ooh, they get and they got the Chiefs. Yeah, that's that. uh, <sighs> that's gonna be bad. Which is a uh, Sunday night game. This Sunday night. How game. awful. Yeah. You may just watch so, that for the spectacle of it, but only for like a quarter because it's going to be over yeah. by then. I imagine Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to predict Patrick Mahomes is sitting by the mid-third. They should bench him after that. I hope so, but who knows? The Chiefs like to play around too much. <laughs> they do. They do like, like to play around too much. They know they can score so fast. They just like don't care. All right, Jake. Uh, this one was an, a win by a field goal. Another one. Another one, as DJ Khaled says. The 49ers visiting the Los Angeles Rams. Jake, you, we talked about this game last week. You were very confident in the 49ers getting this win. Hey, hey they, I was. And they etched it out. I mean, they they had a lead uh, going into half. I mean, it was a 7-3 to three lead, but hey, a lead's a lead. A lead is a lead, yeah, and they pulled it out. They get the game-winning field goal at the end. Um, yeah. I still kind of can't even believe it happened. Like, <laughs> I kind of was like, well, the Rams will probably win, but I think the I think the 49ers got a real shot in that. And then they, they actually did pull it out. They won it on a field goal. Uh, I bet the Rams yeah, are just happy they don't goals. have to play the 49ers anymore. <laughs> but uh, I bet they are too, but, yeah, this, this – we see this Rams team lose when Jared Goff throws an interception. He had two, didn't play particularly well, but I mean he didn't even play particularly well against Tampa last week. But they ended up winning the game. Um, say la yeah. vie. And I mean, again, there's so many of these teams that are like just hovering under 500 that you feel like if you're not careful, if you take your eyes off them, you could look up and oh wow, they're they're making a little bit of noise. The 49ers are 5 and 6, the Vikings and the Patriots as we've talked about are both 5 and 6. I mean, these are all teams that could very well be in the playoff picture. At least one of them you feel like will be in the playoff picture. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, the 49ers, they have a little bit of a tough road. Still they got to play Seattle again. They got to play Arizona again. But they play uh, the Bills on. They got to play the Bills. Football. So that's going to be an interesting game. I'm not very as confident as I should be going into the game with the Bills because I do think the Bills should win this game, and it'll probably be my pick. But yeah, as you said, this 49ers team could be scary. And as we as already talked about, this Bills team likes to play around with their food. And Nick Mullins. They did it with Nick Mullins too. Nick Mullins was the, got, the, got the start this week. Um, which I did not expect. Win. I was a little caught off guard by that, but they still got the win. Um, but but They're yeah, trying to get healthier too. You know, Raheem Morrister is back. Yeah, Debo Samuel had a big game. I think this is probably career highs for him. Had Eleven catches, 133 yards on a 13 target. So he 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 was catching them. Yeah, it's 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 far as um far as the Rams go, they dropped to seven and four, but they're still very much in. Uh, in contention their, for this thing, they're yeah, they're it's their, a it's game their job and a half. to lose. I mean, yeah, they're a game and a half behind mm-hmm. Seattle at this point. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, the 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 Seahawks beat the Rams, right? Uh, let me see. No, they lost to the Rams. They lost. Okay, so the Rams are only half a game behind the Seahawks. Yeah. So yeah. So I mean, I mean, the Rams are right there in this thing. All four teams in this division feel like they're <laughs> right there in this thing, and. Honestly, it's at this like point, the NFC East, but better. It's it's like the good version of the NFC East. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, now that said, I I'm not confident the 49ers can make a push to win the whole division, being three nah, games back. But I mean, it's 
all four of these teams could very well end up in the playoffs, especially if, again, they do add that eighth team to the mix. Um, that would be crazy if that happens. But, yeah, no, I, I props to the 49ers, and, you know, even though the Rams lost props to them, it's a division game. They lose on a tough field goal. They're 7-4. and four. Uh, They're right there in the thick of things as well. They're going to be fine. Alrighty, uh, this next game uh, looked like the game of Madden, honestly. We had, I'm obviously talking about the Kansas City Chiefs visiting the Tampa Bay yeah. Buccaneers. It's like the Chiefs got up real quick and then put on Super Sim, <laughs> and the CPU brought the Bucks back into the game, and all of a sudden you look up and you're like, oh wow, the Bucks, Bucks are in this thing. Bucks huh. are in possession. Had that happen, they were down 17 to nothing. <laughs> in the first quarter. Yeah. So, I guess props to the Bucks. I don't. I, no. Nah, you know what? I'm taking it back. I'm not giving props to the Bucks. That was ridiculous. They fell down 17 points. This was on route to be another ass whooping. And the only reason it wasn't was because the Chiefs got seemingly just bored. I don't know mm -hmm. what that was that the Chiefs were doing. They just stopped scoring. They stopped caring. Uh, they just I, – I don't know what that was. I don't know why the Chiefs just turned off the car, basically. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I was I was very bummed out and disappointed in both teams, and especially the Bucks for just, just looking bad for a good portion of that game and having to play <laughs> from behind the whole time. It was just it was hey, an but ugly good look. on good on them you know they they did fight fight back most yeah, of yes. would lay down and give up like hey we we gave up 17 points to Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill <laughs> basically well i mean uh, yeah and that's coming off of them uh, doing that against the Saints a couple weeks ago where it's just like mm -hmm. this again oh my god <laughs> but they fought back they they kept with it and they almost made this a game Tom Brady unfortunately did have two interceptions, and like as we said, they got they were down 17 points in the first quarter. Yeah. So this offense wasn't really rolling. Um, Tyreek Hill was going for records. Oh uh, yeah, from the gate, out the gate, he got a 30-yard well, pass or something. They were they were uh what's his name the corner Davis? I can't remember his name, but they were just leaving him one on one against Tyreek and. Tyreek was just double moving him, double moving him all day. Or in, in one case, uh, that long touchdown they had at the beginning, Tyreek Hill just they they took off running a streak, and I mean obviously nobody's gonna keep up with Tyreek. Tyreek eventually just passed him, and Patty Mahomes dumped it 80 yards downfield in the breadbasket, or however many yards it was. Um, I mean yeah, you just double moves or just straight up speed, you're not stopping Tyreek Hill one on one. Yeah, um, but yeah, as you said, I I think this Chiefs. I don't know if it was just the Bucks just adapting to their game plan, or the Chiefs got bored, <laughs> or I don't know what it is. But this game should have been a blowout. Like it should have been. Yeah, this Bucks team looked like disarray, and the Chiefs really could have gone for their throat, but they just chose not to, and they let them get back into this game. But they eventually pulled it out. Uh, just held on. And they got out of Tampa Bay with a win. And maybe that's why it disappoints me so much that even though the Bucks fought back, it's because it didn't feel like watching that game, it didn't feel like it was the Bucks were coming back because they were just a good team. It felt like they mm -hmm. were coming back because the Chiefs just stopped caring. And they were like, you're yeah. not going to catch up to us. And even if you do, who cares? We'll just drive down the field and score on you real quick. Like, And, <laughs> and so, you know, the Bucks coming back against a laissez-faire Chiefs team, it's just like, meh. I'm not that impressed by it. So maybe that's why I, I think maybe the way you put it, that's why I'm kind of bummed about it. Mm -hmm. So that's all I got on this game. Yeah, well, the Bucks now dropped to 7-5. and five. Yeah, right there. We, yeah. 7-5, yep. and five, but I, I think they'll win their next few games. They Well, yeah, I did say, I, I haven't said they've been playing the Vikings, which I thought the Bucks were going to win that game. But, hey, who knows how the Vikings been playing? And now the Bucks been Jeff playing. Yeah, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, like, hey, uh, Chad Beebe, you know. <laughs> the legend. 
my boy Chad. Like, come on now. Uh, but yeah, this Bucks. Yeah, as you said, Jake, we're gonna start getting to these later seasons, and we're not. We're gonna be like, oh yeah, the Bucks. Yeah. No, they're they're fine, even though they're losing games. And it's like, already ha- it's already happening. Like I'm so <laughs> sad that everybody's already hopping off the Bucks bandwagon. It's like no, y'all were supposed to stay on there for right. a few this was, more weeks. Like, this was like uh, almost everyone's Super Bowl pick. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I will say there was a good amount of people who picked them. You know, ten and six, eleven and five, where they're probably gonna mm-hmm. end up finishing like us. Like we picked them, so. But uh, there were so many people, it felt like, who were picking them to go to the Super Bowl. So, yeah. I wanted those yeah. tears to be a little sweeter. <laughs> it's not well, not t- quite as ripe yet. At the, you know, you got to get those tears around week 18, week 19. Mm-hmm. Turns out you need team chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but uh, that's all I got on that game. All right, well, um, let's go to this next game. Just really, uh, I don't know why the NFL just aired this game. They they should have turned it <laughs> off. They should have cut this game off. Like I, I'm tired of seeing Aaron Rodgers bully the Bears, and that fifty touchdowns later, he eclipsed fifty thousand yards okay. uh, against the Bears. As you said, he threw his 50th touchdown on the Bears' defense again because he just likes beating up on the Bears. I don't know why the NFL is in favor of abuse like this. This was bad. This was a bad game. Yeah, and it was never good. Like, from the (laughs) get-go, it was an (laughs) ass-whooping. Like, the Packers came out. I think the Packers scored on their opening drive. Yeah. Got, I mean, it was just... That and I was, think they missed the extra point, I believe. And I was so... I, I, you know, going into the game, they're like, Mitch Trubisky's getting the start. And I was yeah. so hoping for Mitch to do his thing and come out and be like, I learned a lot, come back and just mm-hmm. be a changed quarterback, trust in his <laughs> abilities, trust in what he's reading. And, bro, mm-hmm. was he not <laughs> that at all. He had two interceptions, but do you know, dude, he threw one in a double coverage. I Was it's that like, the first one? I know there was one. That was the first one. That was Matt the first Nagy one. was like, yeah, we knew we were taking a shot on that. We weren't surprised when it ended up in interception. So maybe that wasn't, like, I guess too bad. But, yeah, I mean, it was – it was. I, I know the one you're talking about. It was the double coverage one. Yeah, and then and, there was a triple coverage one. Oh, no. Maybe I'm confusing them. <laughs> they won into triple coverage. Maybe they were both then, just bad. Yeah, and I just want to make a note. Uh, as of uh, we're recording this, uh, the Baltimore Steelers game has started. Oh, uh, hey. Bal- yeah, Baltimore's going to punt, though. They just they had a third and five and didn't convert. But, yeah, um, I saw, like, after this game, Matt Nagy came out and said, you know, he called out the coaching staff and his players, you know, Saying that they should be embarrassed and they should be fucking embarrassed with this, this loss. Uh, they were five and one and now they have lost five straight. And you know yeah. Matt Nagy's fighting for his job at this point because he knows he's going to get fired if he can't at least pull this season around. Maybe get a wild card berth, which but. is. It's so nuts to think that Matt Nagy could be gone. This dude was coach of the year the -hmm. year before last. Yep. And now here he is, like, probably Mm -hmm. on his way out of Chicago, which I'm still a little upset about. I I don't agree with moving on from Matt Nagy. Um, Uh I have my own thoughts on that, but, yeah, I just wanted to say that. Fair. And. You got anything else to say for this uh, this game, Jake? Sorry, excuse me. I think Matt Nagy should get a chance to pick his own quarterback. Pick his own quarterback, I think, bring in the players that he wants. I know he he needs to fix this offensive line. Yeah, yeah, he does. He needs to fix. Yeah, Yeah. but um, but going on to this next game. Yeah. Um, um, another uh, Andy Reid coach, uh, head coach that is on the hot seat. We had our Monday night game, Seattle visiting Philadelphia. Seattle wins this game, but really this was this was, uh, this was a weird game. You know, Seattle came out, they got all the way down to like, what was it, like the two-yard line, and the uh, 
feet. The Eagles held them. Yeah. Uh, on a on a fourth and goal. Then I think they Philly got a quick three and out, and they came back and they went for it again on a fourth down. Like I think within the red zone, I believe. No, I thought the second one was wasn't it closer to like the forty yard line or something like I, that. Or... I can't remember. I barely watched. I did not even watch this game. I, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I did not watch this game. Much of it, I did see a little bit because I knew what happened in the beginning. But yeah, they, as you said. Philly stopped him again on a fourth down and another quick punt by the Eagles. <laughs> yeah. I really nothing much about this game, but I just want to go talk about the Eagles. Oh, talk about them Eagles. Talk about them Eagles. Now, I know everyone's going on like, you know, what is wrong with this Eagles team? And I don't think I'm going to be saying anything new, but I – I'm not going to try to defend Carson Wentz, but I don't think Carson Wentz is just the all-encompassing of what's wrong with this team. Yes, Carson Wentz has played bad. Uh, he's lost confidence confidence in his O-line. He doesn't have confidence in his receivers. Probably himself I, either at this point. Yeah, he's probably lost some confidence with himself. Um, you know, his coaching, his head, his head coach really isn't helping him much in his play calling. Uh, you know, his, his GM really hasn't done much for him. Uh, and so when all this is going on, of course he's going to struggle. This team is just not good. You know, uh, Doug Peterson, I, I, I think we said this on this podcast, but I really think he, people people were saying he was elite, and when which he obviously isn't an elite head coach. You know, I think Frank Reich is starting to, you know, feel himself a little bit because, like, hey, I'm the reason why we won, and look what I'm over here doing in Indianapolis, even though it's not kind of working out. But they're still a solid team. Oh, yeah, this is still a really good team. Yeah. He had Andrew Luck. and and, Imagine where the Colts would be right now if Andrew Luck had (laughs) stayed on that team. Bro, they'd beat beat them and the, the, the Chiefs probably. Yeah. So. That, all that, and then you know, Howie Roseman should probably get canned. I think <laughs> honestly, he, if anyone, like if you're saying Doug Peterson, if Doug Peterson does get fired, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, but Howie Roseman, I think, should get fired. I mean, he really, outside of that Super Bowl, he really hasn't done anything to help this team move forward. Uh, you know, the Eagles' offensive line is just bad. They don't really have replacements. You know, they got. They're uh, all pro, uh, J- I think it was Jason Kelsey, I think, playing on a broken toe or something like that. Uh, their receivers aren't bad. You know, this past draft, they drafted Jalen Rager instead of when they when they could have had, you know, Justin Jefferson. Uh, the year before that, they could have had, or was it two years ago, when they drafted J.J. Altheria Whiteside instead of D.K. Metcalf. But That was last you know, year. Last year, okay, yeah. Um and, you know, a lot of teams uh, passed on DK, but the Eagles could have had him, you know? Mm-hmm. And I wonder where Phil Carson Wentz would be if he had, you know, one of those receivers in his uh, on his side. But, no, nah, I don't think Carson Wentz should lose his job. Oh, he also drafted uh, Jalen Hurd in the second. Um, yeah. I don't know what we're going to get from Jalen Hurd, but I don't think that was the right pick for them. But anyway, yeah, I don't think Carson Wentz should get canned, honestly. I think one of those guys should go. And, you know, fuck it. You can throw Jim Schwartz in there, too, honestly. Uh, little thing. Of, uh, were you about to add something? No, I'm, I'm listening to you. Oh, okay. Another funny thing, another little tangent I'm going to go on. Jim Schwartz. Uh, there's a little controversy between him and DK Metcalf, I guess. And I am when I say controversy, I mean that in the 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 the, the littlest. I it, it was really no controversy is what I'm trying to say. Ah. Uh, apparently, Jim Schwartz went up to DK before the game, and DK said that uh, Jim Schwartz came up to him and said, "Hey, you're not. I played with Megatron when I he was in Detroit, and you're not it, but you know you're on your way, dude." And DK, I guess DK took that personally. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he he po- he po- he did that uh, Jordan uh, gif where he's like, and I took that personally. 
Jim, but Jim Schwartz came out of the game. He's like, no, 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 I didn't say he wasn't uh, Megatron. He never will be. I'm just saying uh, uh, he. I played with Calvin, and no, you remind me of Calvin. You're just not where Calvin was at, like particularly like skill wise, because he was like, I'm still saying you're a good receiver. You just need some time to you know mature in the NFL. But he said he took it personally, and he went off on him. That's a little stupid. I think yeah, that's was... a pretty nice compliment. Somebody saying, "Hey, you could be the next Megatron." Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty. That's a pretty awesome compliment. And I mean, you know, he's definitely in the right place to do it. He gets to play with Russ for another five, six years. You know, right. he's going to be doing a lot of deep threat kind of stuff. Um, as far as the Eagles go, I really don't know what you do with the Eagles. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know who you move off of, who you keep. Doug Peterson, Howie Rose, uh, Howie Roseman, and Carson Wentz. I, I really, I, I don't know. It's just not working. But you feel like you're gonna move off of Doug Peterson. He won you a Super Bowl. But it's like you're gonna move off of Carson Wentz. He could be a franchise quarterback. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like and you then, move off and, of How- like I would say you have to probably move off of Howie Roseman. Yeah, I, I, I um, think he's probably on top of that list. He's been – this is his second coach now. He was there with Chip Kelly, and he wasn't given a lot of power with Chip Kelly, mind you, but, you know, yeah. he is now I there. Mean, he's now the Chip guy. Chip Kelly and, did put him in, like, the bottom totem yeah. pole of the, the front office, and then Chip left, and they're like, hey, Howie, you know, come back. Yeah, and, I mean, it's I, – I, I don't know. I mean, he hasn't really – done a good job of restocking the team post Super mm-hmm. Bowl. Uh there's been several off seasons now where it's every one of them since the Super Bowl, you know, they have a, an obviously glaring weakness and they just don't address it. And mm-hmm. you know, this is where I come in with my bias and say the media, the sports media didn't seem <laughs> to ever care because they were just, oh, they got a new defensive line. It's like they didn't need a defensive lineman. I don't care if they got a defensive lineman. <laughs> it's like they don't have a corner. Their best their best secondary player was Malcolm Jenkins. Like, that's not <laughs> enough. And I mean, he, he did try to go. He went out and got uh, Darius Slay. Yeah, they, they, they made strides in fixing that this year. But this year, it's too late. Your team's not what it was anymore. Like, you, mm-hmm. now your defensive line's... It, their defensive line's good. I, I can't lie on that. But their their linebackers are okay. Their, their offensive line is shot. Yeah. They have no receivers. Their run game is average. And Carson Wentz is playing like a dumpster fire. Like, <laughs> I mean, this is not – they have not done a good job of managing this team post-Super Bowl. And I hate to always bring it back to the Super Bowl with the Eagles, but they did it to themselves. They bring up that Super Bowl every chance they get. So it's only fair for me to note y'all haven't been anything near that since you won it. Anyway, yeah, that's all I got on them. I, I know a lot of that was echoing kind of what you said, but I think you move off of Howie Roseman and hope the Doug Peterson-Carson Wentz duo works out with new talent. Mm-hmm. And I was watching a Brett Coleman video he did on Carson Wentz, and, I mean, they didn't really have an off season to really address, you know, get some rapport with his uh, receiving core, but also yeah. they were he was talking about, like, how – Carson Wentz mechanics has kind of dwindled. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, he was talking about how you really can't do that during the season because, you know, that would really, that just makes it worse, and which, you know, makes sense. So, I mean, you know, if the Eagles get it off season and, you know, they can make some changes in that front office, get a good GM, maybe he can turn this team around. Because I think this team can be good. They just need... They sh- they just need some help honestly. They just need some offensive linemen. They could use some linebackers, uh, some more receivers, some receiving help, and just you know, get get somebody that can get into Carson Wentz's head and say, hey buddy, you gotta stop doing what you're doing because one you're either gonna injure yourself because he's the second most uh, sacked quarterback in the league, and no, is he first? I can't remember. But he's been sacked 46 times, I believe. Mm-hmm. And you got to stop throwing the ball in the triple, double goddamn fucking coverage all the goddamn time. <laughs> you know, take a slide, throw the ball out. Like, come on, bro. Be so. safer with the ball. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know why Carson Wentz, like, there is something to be said, too, about his just, like, 
it's been a problem. His his decision making, him not mm-hmm. turning the ball over, it's been a problem. And I get that like he looks around and feels like he's got to do a little more, but it's like how many? I I cannot imagine how many times they have been in the film room like Carson. You gotta stop doing this, Carson. You gotta stop mm-hmm. doing this, Carson. You got like how many times can you say that before you go? Look, guy, you're just not it. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I I don't know. I I don't know I, how that looks. I'm probably I'm willing to give Carson Wentz one more year. I mean, I think you have to. He's still got that crazy contract. I don't think you can yeah. comfortably move off of him salary cap wise until at least next year. So uh, I think Carson Wentz is the still, guy. Uh, they'll probably still take. They're gonna take a bit of a cap hit, but yeah, uh, yeah. I think you give him one more year. If if it doesn't work out next year, then yeah, like hey, buddy, I don't think you're the guy, and they move off of him. But um, that. Rap, well, actually, no, that does not wrap up Week 12. Uh, the final Week 12 game is being played right now. You want to have a three-hour stream where we just watch it and talk about it? Dude, I'm down. I can't. I have a meeting at three. Uh, I know. Uh, it's almost three. <laughs> yeah, 2.56. So, yeah. Anyway, well, Jake, it was fun well, having you here, talking with you. About I appreciate you having me on. <laughs> Yeah, you should come on next time. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can make some room in my schedule. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, we, we'd love to have you here. I appreciate at, from, that. Yeah. At from the pocket. We, I feel like I really uh, bring, um, you know, real knowledge to this uh, podcast because it wasn't really here before. <laughs> You're a funny guy. <laughs> oh, wow, All Bernard right. doesn't like that. Wow. Well, we can end it right there. Well, take it easy, everyone. Yeah, everybody, have a good rest of your week. We'll be back um, tomorrow or Friday with uh, our Week 13 picks. Alrighty. Have a good, nice day. All right. Take care.